first thing, G stands for gratitude. Lindsay already alluded to it. Every single day, find at least three to five things, no matter how small they are, that you're grateful for. Write them down. It goes in a gratitude journal. I stands for intentions, not a to-do list. How do you intend to experience your day? My intention today was easy, effortless, joyful, and fun. So while we had a technical difficulty, we both stayed present, we laughed, we did our research, and we fixed it. My intention matched Lindsay's intention of just making things joyful and easy. D is delegation. And again, I'm not talking about a to-do list or giving it to someone. I'm talking about when you don't know the how, like we didn't know how to fix something, I delegate it to the universe. Hey universe, go figure this out. I don't know quite how to have this happen. So G-I-D, gratitude, intentions, delegations. Welcome home to Soul Shine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin-Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart-centered guest experts will be sharing through a multidimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Hello, hello, beloveds. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm sleeping a lot, but I'm feeling pretty good. Um, based on just talking with friends and clients and just people in general, it feels like things are a bit emotional this week. I had the closing circle of a one of my series for my group program and, you know, just the feedback in there, just noticing the synchronicities of how people are feeling, right? We had this Aries full moon. When was it? Well, I'm recording this about a few days later, four or five days after the full moon in Aries, we're in this eclipse portal, right? And this is about like, what is being eclipsed in, what is being eclipsed out, right? And the way that it works is the universe is either driving something away that's that's not in our highest timeline or drawing something in, <laughs> right? And so with that, you know, there's grieving that happens. There's like the little tiny ego deaths of of the parts of us that, you know, like the the temporary aspects of self that you know, our masks or serve their purpose at, at any given moment in time. And all of that can be emotional. And so I think that's kind of what I want to get in here today. I have no idea when I recorded this. Honestly, I what I want to say is this particular episode, I interviewed Dr. Terry Levine. I want to say it was in the beginning. Let me think about this. The beginning of 2021. Is that right? Yes, because we talked about it being a little over a year of the pandemic and that happened at the beginning of 2020. So I'm just trying to get a reference 
mostly for where I was at. And this, I would say, so the beginning of 2021, oh my gosh, this was really before I, I, I don't know. I was, of course, in the middle of transformation, but it was, you know what this was? The woman <laughs> that recorded this interview that you will hear at the you know, end of this intro, it was like the determination was there. The devotion was there. The, the, like this inner knowing of like, there's more, I know there's here, there's more here for me. I know that I still can't feel it yet, but I'm going to keep showing up. That's who this woman was. Like I wasn't in the feeling of it yet. I wasn't in the like true lived experience. I didn't like, I didn't have, I didn't have it yet within me. I mean, of course I have it within me, but like, I didn't have like a known felt experience yet. It was more just like, I know there's something more like, it was like, I was starting to remember and I was starting to like trust my intuition and I was just going for it and just continuing to show up. And Dr. Terry was one of the expert speakers in my first ever summit. And the summit was around, this was when I was still, you know, working the wellness biz, <clears throat> the, you know, personal care industry, clean beauty, just, you know, like really getting into the inner and outer beauty secrets in general, right? Of like how we take care of this vessel and our mind and our mindset and like, what are we putting in our bodies? What are we putting on our bodies? What are we consuming? What who are we surrounding ourselves with, right? What are we filling our mind with? All of it. What are we telling ourselves? And so I had Dr. Terry come into my Facebook community probably, let's see, I don't know, maybe six months after we had our interview together. And she's a wealth of knowledge and has written many, many books. She's, you know, a business consultant. I mean, really, she has a psychology background. This woman is doing the damn thing, like just truly being of service. And and I think what I want to say is, you know, there was a point where I was like reading every book and I was like, okay, this is what they're telling me to do with the mindset. Like I got to think these things and I got to have, gra- I got to, like, I got to do gratitude journals and I got to, you know, meditate every day. And I've, and What I love about Dr. Terry is she talks about like getting rid of the to-do list, right? Like a lot of times spiritual practices, mindset practices can feel like an added thing. And what I want to present is like, of course it does, because it's like flexing a new muscle, right? It's like the easy way would, would be to go into the old patterning and conditioning of, right? Like, oh, right? Because what happens is, you know, it's like we have experiences, neurotransmitters, right? Like fire and wire, they they become synapses. And like th- literally it's like, oh, oh, this connects, this connects. And what happens is, is, right, we have thoughts that become patterns, right, that become belief systems that turn into like how we move through life. And so anytime we disrupt those synapses, like the brain's like WTF. I just picture all of the neurons in my brain looking up like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, huh? What, when the disruption happens. And why I wanted to provide this, I think it's like a 15 minute little mini training is because 
we all are at different places of our journey. And there was a point where I was like, you know, it felt like, gosh, this feels like a freaking chore. I don't like it. I don't like what is the point of this motherfucking gratitude journal? Like, like it was just because you're in the disruption, like you're in the like you're not in the experience yet. You're just you're in the the disruption. You're in the repatterning and it feels icky and it feels like it brings so many emotions up. It brings up resistance. It just that's how it works. And I wanted to just remind you that, you know, this is kind of what it takes. Like it it does take a willingness. It starts with a willingness of like, I'm not happy there's got to be more to this life. I don't want to live this way anymore. I don't want to feel this way anymore. So I want to start. And so what I love about this, you know, there's three pillars here that just kind of help you like lubricate the mind, just kind of help help with that mindset stuff. And what I have learned since, gosh, it's been like two years, I think since almost two years, since I recorded this is just recognizing, right, 70,000 thoughts a day. So let's think about this. What it's on average, we have about 3,000 thoughts an hour, 3,000 thoughts an hour. And we wonder why <laughs> we feel crazy and we jump from thing to thing. And right, like, what are we And You know, it's like noticing what we're saying about ourselves when we look in the mirror or when we see somebody else thriving and you know, all of the all of the stuff that we tell ourselves that keeps us small. So what I found, though, is the more that I connect with my body, I have this ability to rewire the brain in a way that feels experiential. Like, I can't really explain it, but it's like, oh, okay. When I connect with my body, like I can meet my emotions, I can feel sensations, I can notice where I feel tight or where I feel heaviness in my chest or where I feel this pit in my stomach. And then, then comes the thought, then comes the experience of like, oh, I know where that, you know, where I first felt that feeling of inferiority or, you know, like feeling embarrassed for being myself or dressing a different way or having you know, like my biggest thing is what's coming through is how much I, it took me decades to fully embrace my strawberry blonde hair, like my natural hair color that, oh my gosh, because I got made fun of, right? I was like, yep, nope, I'm a blonde now <laughs> and spent so many years dyeing my hair to fit in when so much of my journey here is how much I'm here to do things differently. And and, and I know <laughs> that I, you know, like through divine design, have that hair have this beautiful hair color that's different as again one of those places to walk through of like yeah when you look different when you talk different when you sound different when when you when you question things right when you you know dance to the beat of your own drum like so much of my life I felt like I don't fit in I don't like this I would rather do this I would rather right but then so much of the embarrassment and the I want to belong and I want to fit in and I want to have friends and I don't want to feel alone and I don't want to get made fun of right created this personality self and so you know now that I'm here and I've been just doing all this work it's like what I know to be true is that we have this severed connection with our divinity right 
And that's because we have numbed feeling because it hurts, right? It hurts when we get made fun of. It hurts when we're when we're different, right? So for me, it was like I had the visceral experience of like, oh, okay, the first time I ever got made fun of for my hair color, right? And then all of the thought patterns that come in, right? And then it resulted in belief systems about myself, around my beauty, around my my ability to belong and my worthiness conversation. And that generated my actions, right? Oh, I'm going to do this. So I blend in. So I don't stand out. So I don't shine, right? This is what people like. This is what boys like. This is, this is what the magazines are showing, you know, all of the things. So that's just one example. So this is kind of what I wanted to presence is, so we've severed our connection, right, right, with our wholeness, with our divinity, right, with with the the fractal of God that lives within us, right, with that that like pure light, like that uniqueness, that individuated, unique form of self expression, self expression, and I believe that we're all here to be fully expressed. Like that is why we came here. And we're in the reprogramming of that right now, right? And and also just this like belief system, this program that the mind is king <laughs> when really like we can get into the science later. I think in one of my first couple of episodes, we talked about this, but right, it's like, okay, vagus nerve, right? Majority of the time, like the body communicates in a myriad of ways, then tells the brain, oh, okay, this hurts or I'm not safe or I'm experiencing this sensation or this feeling. And then, right, the brain comes back down and and then the action takes place. So it's like body, brain, body is kind of how it works. And so, right, it's like, oh, okay. So we're told that everything is through the mind, through cognitive, logical, through intelligence, right? And it's not true. It's bullshit. And then, of course, that our emotions are weak our sign of weakness and that we're not allowed to feel certain emotions right so we have all these like societal patterns and conditioning of of right like you know that well first of all one of them also is that we need to be saved that we're broken that we need to be fixed that's a big one and that pulls us from feeling whole right which is why mindset stuff for the most part doesn't work because what happens is, is we're like, I'm going to do our gratitude, my, my gratitude journal. And then something in our external environment knocks us off kilter. And then we're like, we throw, we throw the towel in or like, right, we're disrupted and we're, and we feel like we're failing, right? Because we stopped doing the gratitude journal. We're, you know, it's like, oh, we're in nervous system response. So what happens is, is we stop doing all the things that are actually proactive in moving us through whatever the sensation is, whatever the experience is, right? So that's kind of what I wanted to presence is like, it takes that showing up and being like, what the F is this even for, right? And like, it's in the moments when we're in the disruption that it's the most meaningful, right? Like it's really easy to be like, okay, I've got my gratitude journal or I'm doing these mindset practices when things are working, when when like our routine is not disrupted, when everything is just kind of that homeostasis. But the moment that there's the disruption is when we actually, like that's when the re- rewiring and reprogramming gets to happen. 
right? That's when we could get to feel the emotions, right? Like there's something that's coming up for our healing and clearing, right? And that's like the sweet spot, truly. That's where the magic happens. But that's usually when we throw everything out the window. And this is about feeling, right? And so what I've noticed is like even Abraham Hicks, like, right? Love Abraham Hicks. But there's this sense of like, oh, you just got to feel this way. You got to like think these thoughts. You got to, you got to be in the, um, like be in the expansion. And there's this part of the mind that feels like we should never feel grief or frustration or, you know, like the part of us that is embarrassed or feels shame or, or feels isolated when that is the the key is like, oh yeah, I am flawed. I am human. I have these experiences that where I've felt this way and I'm also magnificent and brilliant and divine and I can, I'm capable of anything. And so I hope I'm making sense here. <laughs> I'm throwing a lot at you, but this is where it's like, take what you need and leave the rest, right? That's why you'll have this step of like, if you're at the beginning of your journey, right? It's just about starting. And the key is like when you're in the disruption, that's, it's like, yeah, be messy, try it on, like move the energy so that you can then come back to the other side of holy cow, this is what I'm grateful for in this experience. So I've noticed, especially with like a lot of mindset work, we're bypassing the very thing that is actually like integral in our healing, which is moving the energy, feeling the sensations, being with the experience, not numbing, not avoiding, not trying to be like, oh, gotta, gotta do this, gotta think this happy thought. It's like, no, be with it. That's what clears the density. And that's what moves the experience from the amygdala, which is the fight or fl- flight part of the brain to the cerebral cortex, which is the like part of the brain that's, that has perspective, that has the ability to focus out. Right. So that's it. This is what we're missing. We are like, oh, like, oh, yeah, no, we're not supposed to feel that way. Think this thought and that will override it. And from my experience, maybe it's true to a certain degree, but from my experience, the quickest way to healing and transmutation and transformation is being with being with the experience in its fullness because there's a reason why it's coming up. And then through that, shifting our awareness, shifting our consciousness, moving from why me, right? Moving from that, like, why me? Why is this happening to me? To then, ooh, how can I do this better? How can I reinvent now that I'm on the other side of this into, okay, what is my role here for the collective? Like, how can I be of service? How can I show up in love? How can I show up with more compassion? Like, that's how we move through life. And that is, again, that feels in my body like the key to healing suffering on the planet, right? It's like, yeah, we're shackled within, you know, like the imprisonment of our own mind And so we're still stuck in the pain body and therefore it's still me, 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 me. And we, we don't have this ability to have compassion for other people. And we like, it's like, how can we even focus out? How can we even be of service? How can we even 
be able to show up in these like relationships, these dynamic relationships, if I can't even be with myself, if I don't even love myself, if I avoid myself. And this is it. It's the depth, right? So our ability to heal, to feel good, to like notice the mental chatter and be like, oh yeah, that's actually like the personality part of me. That's not my eternal self. Like I'm going to put that over here. That's literally what I do now. So it's like, I still have the 70,000 on average thoughts a day, just like you, but I, I, it's like my relationship to the thoughts have shifted. Like, oh, I can't, it's, there's a lightness about it. And that to me is true integration of wholeness, right? Because I'm not disowning the parts of myself that still have the little girl inside of me that got made fun of for my unique hair color, <laughs> right? It's like, oh, I have those moments. I process, I move, I feel. And then I come back to like knowing who the F I am. Like, yep, I'm an edge walker. Yep, I'm a truth teller. Yep, like I'm always, right? Like I'm the one who is like, okay, we've been taught our whole lives, you know, what to think, but not how to think. And like me clearing all of this stuff in my body and like feeling things and which is allowing me to expand and open my awareness and consciousness and 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 open up my mindset in new ways, right? Like that is what I came here to do and show people what's possible. And trust me, like now I feel even more. So when I'm in the grief and I'm in the shame and I'm in the frustration, like I feel it more than I ever have. But with that on the other side is like, all of the other resonances that I know we all love, like the pleasure and the play and the joy and the liberation and the freedom and the peace and the serenity, I can feel that so much more. And I know that I'm only scratching the surface and the mind's still there. Like every day I still am like, oh my gosh, I'm lazy. Oh my gosh, why did I sleep this long today? Oh my gosh, look what this person's doing. Oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. Oh my gosh, I need to work harder. Oh my gosh, should I do this or should I do that? Should I change this or should I change that? Should I offer this? What does this what does this person think about me? What should I wear today? Right? Like the thoughts are all there. And then it's like, "Ah, there you are. Okay. Thank you for protecting me, mind, and this is what I'm choosing. This is how I'm choosing to show up. This is how I'm choosing to show up in my business. This is how I'm choosing to show up in my relationships." And the more that we do that, the more we just radiate who we are. And there's so much permission in that. And like, what a world that we can all just radiate our essence and just be in full acceptance and embrace and have compassion and know that we make mistakes from time to time and, you know, like lash out and and project and, you know, get in our story for a moment. But then when we're when we're with it and we can be with it, we can get out of the story, right? Like have the honest conversation, be in the healthy conflict, have a seat at the table and then move through, move forward, move on. Gosh. So anyway, that's what I'm committed to. So I'm going to keep doing these dang podcasts (laughs) and keep like unraveling more clarity that I receive through this process. And also not to mention like my ability to connect with spirit is I never I used to other myself like, oh, yeah, yeah, that person's, you know, like able to connect and that person has this connection with God. And oh, wow, look at their gifts. I used to be like, oh, yeah, that that was just, you know, they signed up for that. And this is what I signed up for. 
Like I put myself in this box and it was really the box was of my own doing, which was the numbing of like, yeah, I don't want to feel. So therefore, I had no idea what I actually had capacity and availability for. And so I just want you to like be open. So it's like not saying, oh, I want that. I want I want to connect in that way. I want to have these gifts. I want to be able to see from my mind's eye and I want to be able to hear <laughs> the angels singing, you know, when I wake up in the morning or whatever it is. I want to be able to connect with my intuition. Like, can you can you like hold a vision for like, hmm, I want to be able to connect, but I'm unattached to what it looks like because it's never, <laughs> trust me, from my own experience, it's never the way that you would, initially intend and this is why it's so fun to like set the intention but also to be like this is my intention but I'm like totally open to whatever is possible in my highest timeline because it's always bigger and better than we imagined even if like there's breakdown and we think that something's no longer working it's just because something better is coming it's like oh yeah yeah that's limiting you like that served its purpose and now it's out the door right? Like things are either driving away or drawing towards you. And that is the level of trust that I now have, right? Through connecting to the body, through feeling, right? Then shifting the mindset, then really being able to be in this like mature level of spirituality of like, yeah, I trust. Shit's a little wonky right now. Shit's a little unstable. And that's what, because there's still instability within me. Like, where is that instability, Where do I get to, you know, like have, I just keep picturing myself with this trust fall. It's like, okay, more trust, more trust, more trust. So, right, just that reminder that when there is anything in our external world, it's simply showing us the places within that we are not free, right? Like, where are we unstable? Where are we hiding? Where are we abandoning ourselves? Where are we abandoning parts of ourselves? Where are we in denial, Where are we in judgment? So, yeah, wherever you're at on your journey, like, just start. And I I really want to drive home, like, this is not about bypassing. This is about really being present to what is and then allowing the body to tell you what you need in that moment so that you can shift the dialogue in your mind, which then completely shifts your perception of the world. And of course, anything that is going to continue to come into your field. That's literally it. It's how the quantum works. (laughs) It's how healing works. So I would love to know what's opening up for you. I hope you enjoy this dynamic and brief conversation with Dr. Terry Levine and, you know, just starting to try things on a bit. And just remember, per usual, give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. Because it's way easier to stay in the suffering and in the old patterns that keep us stuck and small than to disrupt. And so I just want to remind you, of the revolutionary act of just even committing and having the willingness to try something different, to try something new, to walk the road less traveled. I love you, I love you, I love you, and I cannot wait to hear what opens up for you in this episode. I have Dr. Terry Levine here with me today. She's 
I actually met her through this virtual conference that I hosted last year. She's a wealth of information. She is a business consultant, uh, author. She's also a keynote speaker. And I love everything that she represents. She's a wealth of knowledge. So I asked her to come into our community here and really just talk about mindset because I'm noticing just a lot of consultants that I work with, other entrepreneurs, other you know women in business, and also just moms right now who are juggling homeschooling and working multiple jobs and carrying all this weight, it it really comes back down to mindset when we're feeling stressed, when we're feeling like our health is failing, when we're feeling overwhelmed. So I want to just introduce you, Dr. Terry. Thank you so much for being here. And if you want to share a little bit more about yourself and then we'll dive in. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks, Lindsay. So as Lindsay said, I'm Terry Levine. I've been a business consultant for 27 years, worked with about 6,000 people, helping them scale their businesses and to get a conveyor belt of qualified prospects. And I've written a whole bunch of books, 47 books. My latest one is called Turbocharge Your Business for Women Entrepreneurs. And today we're going to start with the inner game, get your mindset right so your business can grow, your life can grow, your relationships can grow, your health and well-being can grow. It's all about starting from the inside. Yeah, and I think it's like regardless of, of where you're at, like the same principles are the same. It's like, are you wanting to start a family? mindset, right? Like there's the inner game. Are you wanting to start a business? Are you wanting to be more intimate or connected or really just begin to thrive as we've been in this pandemic for over a year? And I know so many of us are just itching to kind of like revamp how we were showing up before and really, you know, start to feel good again. So let's just dive in. So what I really, what I really wanted to, to talk with you about, because we've talked about this before in my virtual conference is mindset. So why don't you just dive into awesome. what that means to you and that first uh, the first pillar? Great. So I am going to share three pillars. And for me, mindset is everything. And the biggest problem that I see out there in the world as a business consultant, as a clinical psychologist, as a positive psychologist, is that when you don't have this right, nothing else actually happens. And you don't know that you don't have this right if you're not thinking about it. So today we're going to think about it. And I'm going to give you a question that I call a writer downer, which means I recommend you write it down. And that question is, what is working? What is working? As human beings, we are very focused on problems. We are very happy to go on Facebook and tell people all of our problems and all of our woes and pray for me. And, you know, this happened and that happened. And we walk around subconsciously having our brain try to solve problems. It's kind of the old cave person thing, fight or flight. So the brain is constantly going, where's the problem? Where's the problem? We got to keep this being safe. You have to train your brain to constantly ask what is working. So just as an example, I was carrying my very, very favorite vase from one room to the other. It slipped out of my hand. Yes, it fell on the hardwood floor. And yes, it broke. I could have gotten hysterical. I could have focused on how that's my favorite vase, whatever. I went, what is working? What is working is I have about 20 other vases. What is working is I can quickly sweep this up and it's flowers and a vase. No one got hurt. So you get yourself to reframe and refocus and pivot quickly with that question, what is working? Does that make sense, Lindsay? 
Absolutely. I love that. And one thing I do is I just have a little journal in my one in my office and one by my nightstand. And, you know, like, I know people talk about a gratitude practice, but it's very similar. Like, what can we write down where it was like, yeah, this was a win today. And it could be something really minor, like you said, where it's like shifting, you know, shifting, like perhaps what could be viewed as a negative experience into a positive or really start to focus on, okay, what am I winning at today? Like, what is working for me? And you're right. It does. It really shifts our mindset around appreciation over expectation, gratitude, and really like stopping the the self beat up that so many women in particular experience um, because we do juggle a lot wear many hats. And I think we often feel like we're failing. So just to kind of change that mindset, I think is really powerful. So really important. And and believe it or not, that question is really the framework of getting you to constantly bring yourself back, bring yourself back. As human beings, we have monkey minds. The mind jumps from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And the majority of our thoughts, when they really study our thinking, happen to be, quote, negative, if you use that terminology. So it's up to you to take control of this and to constantly bring it back to what is working, what is working. And because I've done it so frequently for decades, like 20-something years, when I tend to go, because I'm human, into the, oh, this isn't good, this is broken, I instantly now reframe and reshift without having to be very conscious of it, right? We can talk about a million things that aren't quite right yet in a pandemic, Or we can say, what is working? Well, I've gotten to spend a lot more time with my husband, a lot more time in my house, getting it organized, a lot more time eating healthy meals and cooking and preparing them. I can go on and on instead of focusing on the things that I'm missing out in the world because I can't change that just yet. That makes sense. Absolutely. All right. We just have a few more minutes. We had some technical difficulties, which is which is also right. Like what is working? Like I got to troubleshoot with, with Dr. Terry before having more interviews later today. So thank you for that. So second one is an acronym that I would love to hear more about what that looks like. Perfect. So it's called GID, GID. And this definitely makes a huge difference. I have thousands of client testimonials about this. First thing, G stands for gratitude. Lindsay already alluded to it. Every single day, find at least three to five things, no matter how small they are, that you're grateful for. Write them down. It goes in a gratitude journal. I stands for intentions, not a to-do list. How do you intend to experience your day? My intention today was easy, effortless, joyful, and fun. So while we had a technical difficulty, we both stayed present. We laughed. We did our research and we fixed it. My intention matched Lindsay's intention of just making things joyful and easy. D is delegation. And again, I'm not talking about a to-do list or giving it to someone. I'm talking about when you don't know the how, like we didn't know how to fix something, I delegate it to the universe. Hey, universe, go figure this out. I don't know quite how to have this happen. So G-I-D, gratitude, intentions, delegations. I love it. Yeah. And we're like, so this is the thing. I don't know Dr. Terry very well. Like we're in each other's groups, like we're on each other's lists and we connected through this conference and I'm doing a lot of these things. So um, for example, gratitude, of course, like absolutely. That's part of what is working, I think, right? To continue to just shift that focus. Intention. So every morning I ask myself, what am I committed to creating today? So it looks different, but it's intentionality. And today I know mine because I, reground and remind myself of my intention, 
was joy, connection, and ease. So ours were very similar, right? Yeah. (laughs) And then delegation, same thing. I learned that from Kate Northrup, which I believe she said is uh, she got from Abraham Hicks, right? So all teachings are, are just our evolution of what the person who has come before us figure out. (laughs) And I I haven't done that in a while with the, um, with the universe to do list, but it is, it's like, I, I trust that this will get figured out. Like I am calling in support, just putting that out there. You'll start to realize how much support is around you. So thank you for those reminders. (laughs) You're welcome. Now I have an acronym to remind myself. And then also the third one, which I think all gets kind of gelled together around, like, it's kind of like muscle memory. Like it doesn't just happen once is kind of the vibe I'm getting from your third pillar. So go ahead and share. Yeah, The third pillar is, you know, many people go to a gym or they work out or they go for a walk and they're taking care of their physical body. However, not as many people may taking care of their brain and their mindset of priority. Your brain is a muscle. Your mindset needs to be worked out every single day. I started doing that at 13. At 15, I became religious about it. And that's a lot of years between now and then. I work on my mind every single day. So if you're not doing that, you want to start doing that and getting yourself in the right frame of mind and training your brain. And by the way, as a a speech language pathologist who specialized in Alzheimer's for Alzheimer's for many, many years. If you don't work your brain, your brain is not going to stay with you. Start working out your brain every single day. Yeah. And this actually really hits home for me because my, my father-in-law passed away from early onset dementia at 59, a couple of years ago. Wow. Mm. And actually right when I met my husband, he like his, his dad had just been diagnosed. So I actually came into his life, like right at the beginning of that five-year, you know, progression of the disease. And so I am a huge proponent of my husband who also played football and has con- has had concussions. And now, you know, like it's definitely crosses my mind. So, you know, we're talking, how can we lubricate the brain? Like avocados, MCT oil, like what are things he can do from a mindset perspective? And it is, it's like, I want to be proactive in helping people take care of their brain from a nutrition standpoint, but also in how they show up every single day, because like I've seen what it does to people and their health and their families. And, um, it's a really, it's a really scary disease and there's still a lot of unknowns there. So I am, I believe I, I'm going to reach out to you after and be like, is there anything else? Yeah, Yeah, there are things to do. I'd be happy to share hundred percent. Yeah. And and I can give a follow-up and yeah, I think I just want to, want to close with, um, like you said, the brain is a muscle and it's just as important. If not the most important piece is the mindset first and then everything else follows. So I'm actually going to share your Facebook group. You have a very engaged, you're such a giver in your group. I'll share the link below here. Awesome. And I'm also going to be coming into your community next month. It's May 20th. And we're just going to continue to help serving and kind of overlapping our expertise. Is there anything you want to share before we jump off? No, I'll let you go. I just want to say you're welcome to, when you join the group, introduce yourself, tell a little bit about yourself. There's like 56, 5,700 people in there that would be really interested. So we look forward to having more folks.
Absolutely. And that's part of what is working. Link up and join other communities where it's not spewing negativity and politics and COVID and arguing where it's actually people up leveling who are choosing what's working, who are choosing joy. Um, And I'm all about that. And I know my community is too. Thank you, Dr. Carey. I hope this was helpful. Drop the comments below what you learned. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you. So I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast in reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings. Thank you.